I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. Jim, today we have a very, very special guest. Um, my my <laughs> friend from a long time ago who I have not seen forever, but he looks it's exactly true. the same, which is good. That's positive. I think rock ages well. Rock and roll. Yeah, for some people. For some. For some, not all. But we have Sean Eden. Sean Eden... Um, is here, um, Sean, uh, of course, the legendary guitarist from the amazing band Luna, but now also <laughs> in lots of other bands and Indeed. also um, now also uh, doing some solo stuff. That is correct. Two. But yeah. Sean and I um, became friends in the early 90s. I was going it, to New York a lot. It was more like the mid to late 90s. <laughs> mid to late 90s. I know. I was trying to remember some of that stuff. I don't know, like, because I did so many drugs that I can't really remember everything. You did? <laughs> that was you? <laughs> that was me. Well, I remember doing a lot of drinking. Yeah. I do remember that. And I remember doing a few, like, I remember going to, like, a few few events with you. Yes. One in particular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which was the, um, we went, <laughs> you and me and our, our mutual friend Nada went mm-hmm. to the GQ Man of the Year Awards. Oh, my God, with Phil Collins. With Phil Collins was the music headliner. Mm-hmm. Was actually, I think it was a Radio City. No, and he it was, was at Radio City, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we wow. were all together, yes. Yeah. And we went, um, and uh, what it, was Phil Collins? It was, it, uh, who else was there? It was um, Hootie and the Blowfish was Darius, was Darius Rucker. Oh. He's a sweetie. Is he? He's a sweetie. Yeah, yeah. I've never met him. I think he's a darling. Um, and uh, was it was it was it an event honoring Tom Brokaw? I think that might be right. You have a better memory of it than I do. Although I do remember, like we went to, like there was this party thing afterwards, and I got in some trouble because they didn't know who I was, and I think I was like I was a little soused, and I had like on some <laughs> holy jeans or something, uh-huh. and they're like, well, "Who's this guy?" And then you were like, "It's okay, he's with me." Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, but I remember it being a. A fun evening, generally. Um, I remember the biggest transition I had in the early to mid-90s was when you went from long hair to short hair. But it was a, it was, it was a gradual <laughs> it was a gradual thing because it was like, you know, you had had long hair for a long time and then suddenly yes. you had mid-length hair. Well, that's what ha- kind of happened like from the early 90s to the mid-90s with a lot of dudes. Mm-hmm. Like I had this sort of like little Lord Fauntleroy look. Mm-hmm. And then, and then a, a few girls that I did were like, you know, you should maybe cut your hair. Because your hair is not really that cool. And then I did. Then it was very cool. Yeah. Did. There was a switch, though. About 91 or whatever. It was like, yeah, let it go. And then and then you saw yeah, who had it. long hair. And you're like, fucking long hair is not cool anymore. Exactly. It has to be cut. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's back to sort of... Now it's more of a short hair feeling. Now you, yeah. I feel like you have short hair. Yes, yes. So... It's good. And now you're not only in Luna, you're in a million bands. Uh, I am. And Luna, well, the whole story, like, Luna isn't a band at the moment. Mm -hmm. And um, although, and I can't really talk about it too much right now, but I did, I actually had a dinner with everybody last night and we were talking about a few things. And I don't know, I guess I can't really say anything. Well, are they all here? Well, strangely enough, Dean and Britta do live here in L.A. now. Mm-hmm. It's because their son moved here with Dean's ex-wife. And yeah. Lee, the drummer, also lives here now. So I'm the only one that lives in New York. Right. I'm like this sort of New York holdout. Yeah, you're holding this thing, this thing up. Yeah, man. Yeah. But to me, it's a, such a New York band. As, in, as New York as the Velvet Underground. I mean, it's the New York. I don't know. You're, you know, how, how is that that you're not in New York, you guys? I mean, you are, but not. 
the whole band. That's weird. I don't know because of, because of practical reasons. They all really like living out here, mm-hmm. even, even though Dean and Britta moved out here and they were, because they kind of had to move out here. Mm-hmm. They like it, so I'm I'm kind of pondering myself, and I always mm-hmm. do from time to time, and then and then do, I don't. Does Lee still have that thing? If he sees a snake, he'll faint. No, that's Justin. Oh, that was Justin. And I'm going to see Justin. Oh, good. In like 10 days in New Zealand. Ah. And oh, part of the reason, I'm going to go, shit. yeah, yeah, he's a Kiwi. Yeah, a lot of snakes down there. A lot of snakes. But he'll, <laughs> right, when he sees they, a snake, no, he'll faint. Is New no Zealand sn- full of snakes? I don't think that New Zealand has any snakes. I, I think should know because I'm Australian. But, I was going to um, say, like, yeah. yeah. But I never, because well, we just worry about ourselves and we're full of snakes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now, are you going to but, New Zealand with a band? Or are you going with. I'm going down there to be. Well, I'm going to hang out with him and his wife, who I'm good friends with too. But I'm also doing. He has this. He has a production company down there, and but he's been doing this web series. Mm-hmm. So he's going into the second season of this web series that he writes and directs. It's called The High Road, mm-hmm. and I'm going to play a, a character in a couple of episodes. I love it. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so you're it's, going. It's pretty cool series. You're too. going for that. What's it yeah. called? What's it's it called, called The High Road. The High Road. It stars this guy. Um, his name is Mark Mitchinson. He's a pretty well-known, like Kiwi actor guy, and he's been in a few films. I think he's in that Desolation of Smog movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. a lot of Kiwis are in those movies. Yeah, but anyway, you have to be almost exactly. Exactly. So it's it's gonna be. Uh, I think it'll be kind of cool. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So then, so what other bands are you in? So Luna, of course, and then. Okay. There's a band called Gramercy Arms, which is yes. sort of this like indie rock, uh, large consortium. Mm-hmm. But it, the prime members are me and this guy Dave Derby. He's the main songwriter and mm-hmm. singer. He was in a band in the '90s called the Dam Builders that mm. had a little bit bit of a brief sort of you know buzzworthy episode. But there's a ton of other people in it. There's this guy Kevin March. He played in the. Uh, he plays in Guided by Voices right now, mm-hmm. and he played with them for a while, and then he got rehired by them because there was this whole drama with Bob Pollard and their mm-hmm. original drummer. I don't know if you guys know anything about Guided by Voices, but anyway, um, so he's the drummer. Kevin March is the drummer. This guy Doug Gillard plays guitar sometimes. He also played in Guided by Voices and this mm-hmm. band Cobra Verity. And there's like a ton of other people, and we have a new record coming out. It's coming out in the UK in like two months mm-hmm. but i don't know when it's coming out in the u.s like it doesn't have a u.s label per se but it will right. come out on something it's coming out on a label called reveal records in the uk lloyd cole you know who lloyd cole is he's also on the record he sings a uh, song on the record great. yeah and i basically do all the lead guitar that's cool yeah. nada would be very excited about lloyd cole she and i are both big lloyd cole fans it's weird because i saw nada earlier today oh really oh, where yes. where in, we'll get to that in LA. She lives in LA. Right, right, right. Um, I haven't seen her forever. I don't know what what's she doing. She got married. She's had a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, should we talk? No. Uh, well, Nada is okay. Nada, let me explain to you. Like, Nada is literally the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. Literally, like in a in a very literal sense. In the nineties, <laughs> if you were Nada Parang, things were good because you were literally the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh. And I thought, I don't know, I don't, I mean, oh, I'm... Yeah, no, no, she's, she's, she's quite beautiful. Indeed. I mean, I think legit, though, like, it's kind of like, well, if you're going to just put, like, a base... Because like, I know I know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but there are certain sort of factors that make somebody beautiful that really everybody can agree with, and she was one of those people. Yeah. So... And she, she introduced us to, to, to one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She did. She was, I think so. She was all... Yeah, yeah, she introduced us. I, she I, is... What, what she's is my friend... Ma, she was working I mean, on a um, 
she was the costume designer on a film called um, It's My Party. Okay. And I All met right. her there. And it was a film that we did with Olivia Newton-John. And... Um, Wow. I know. Gregory Harrison, Eric Roberts, and it was all, it was an AIDS film. Wow. It was a film about a guy who, it was a true story about a guy who committed suicide instead of dying of AIDS. And so it was like a party he threw for himself. So, oh, right. so we, we worked on that film and then so, you know, she and I hit it off. And then so I started coming a lot to New York and hanging out with you guys. And yeah. were you And there was also together? the Todd Berry connection, I think, too. Oh, yeah, too. yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. It was all the comedy was happening on Ludlow Street. So you guys would go, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and Todd was uh, very interested in Nada, um, as was everybody. Y- yes, yes, that's true. Everybody in the world. So, but how how is she doing? Oh, she's doing great. Yeah, and she told me to tell you hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. But I was always very um, intimidated and attracted at the same time because yeah. of her physical beauty. I thought she was scary, but so. You know, I just enjoyed looking at her. Yeah. I think for, for all of the, the time that we were friends. But we did, I did a healthy amount of drugs oh. during that phase. And I wore oh. very high platform shoes. So it was, it was a fall risk. I remember that too. That was the 90s. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fall risk. The 90s. And we go to yeah, Joe. Yeah. What is it? Joe's it was a bar on like 6th Street? Yeah. Joe's. It still exists, but it doesn't really have the vibe that it used to have yeah. back then anymore. Surprise, surprise. And I remember we used to go to this place, and it's not as cool anymore either. Tom and Jerry's. We went to that place, too. Oh, gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That place still exists, too, but it's, it's different now. And every once in a while, we would get it to go to Lucky Strike, the dinner. We'd go to dinner at like yeah, 2 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So that was all, to me, um, all kind of the same thing. Yeah. But so Gramercy Arms, did they, did Sarah Silverman sang with you guys too, right? Um, I think she may have on the first record, but Dave, play, Dave Derby was in like, he had this backing band for some show that she was doing. I don't know if it was the TV show or, 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 uh, mm-hmm. or like a comedy performance show or something. So yeah, he knows her. Mm-hmm. The whole Gramercy Arms thing, there's like 30 p- different people involved. It's yeah. kind of a, yeah. an illustrious indie pop etc cast so it's like what is it was it Ed, edward sharp and the magnetic zeros it's kind of like oh, a, yeah. a conglomerate like, oh, yeah. it's like a whole it's bunch true. of different people yeah. coming together see we're Indeed. friends we're friendly well uh, on the on the um guided by voices size we're friendly with jason nardisi who played with robert parlow a lot and he was on our podcast and also all, right. all the wilco guys it's all sort of those those guys that we're all sort of in the same team bob mold and yeah everybody yeah so I'm surprised that you're here now because it seems like this is the summer, so you would be doing rock festivals all over the world. No, no, because I, like none of the bands that I'm in right now are really doing like any like proper festival dates or proper mm-hmm. touring. Like most of us are sort of like people that still do a lot of music, but we don't necessarily go out on the road that right. much. Although I'm certainly not against going on the road, and yeah. I'll, I'll probably be doing it again, pro- most likely next year, yeah. in 2015. Yeah, That's good. Who will you tour with in 2015? Well, I'm... Working it out? Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm not allowed to comment on that But right I want Luna to, to headline <laughs> all these... I mean, Luna should be well, at Coachella. All I can say year. is that may or may not happen. God, if Luna... <laughs> if Luna... Like, it would be so exciting, because Luna... Represents to me um, transition in music where you actually like realize that you had good taste. <laughs> like people like 
That's love interesting. the band. Like you realize, <laughs> oh my God, I'm actually like, I'm listening to really good music. Yeah. Like it's really like really, really good. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, cool. I appreciate that. It's and the, I do know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's the kind of like when you when you kind of value like quality over image, like, you know, when the music really affects something in your heart and Aluna did that and does that still. Yeah. So, Thanks. And, and I can't believe like, after all that we hang out, like, or hung out, I never saw you guys live. I know, that's kind of weird. Isn't that fucked up? It is kind of weird. Like, we hung out so much, and then I never went to a show. So I never really understood that thing. Like, you know, people like Nato or Vanessa would talk about making eye contact with you while you guys were playing. And I'm like, oh, I never yeah. had that experience. Oh. <laughs> I've seen you perform a couple of times. A bunch but of not times. in a really long time, though. No, it's, not it's, in a long yeah. time. So I think it would be exciting, like, when we, and now that I play music a little bit, it'd be exciting now to, we should play music together. Yeah. So um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to do my next special in New York. I've been trying to see. Oh, really? So I want you to come and play on it. So that'd be good. Oh, that would be great. That'd be fun. I would love it. We'd have a good time. Oh. But now I want you to explain to you, like, to Jim. Yes. Um, who, who you have not met before. Like where where your um, musical history is now. Sean Eden is one of the greatest guitarists what? of all time. <laughs> no, truly. And, yeah, man. And so, where where did your journey begin as a musician? Wow. Well, like everybody, it b- began when I was really young. Like when I was sort of like you know transitioning from uh, from being a kid into mm-hmm. a teenager, and I got really, really into music in high school and played in a few bands in high school, but wasn't a particularly good guitar player at the time. And I was also doing a lot of acting uh-huh. in high school. I was a thespian. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's why that's where I went to college at this place in North Carolina called North Carolina School of the Arts. Yeah. But I didn't go for music. I went for acting. Mm. But even when I was in college, I was still doing music or, or like I would have a party at my house and I would form a band for the party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to New York, I did the same thing. I was uh, doing a lot of like downtown theater and a few, less, you know, quasi-legitimate sort of theater things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But music just kind of took over after a while. Yeah. So I played in a few different bands in New York. Um, and actually, I was working... <laughs> I was when I joined Luna. I was actually working at this law firm, and they really liked me, even though I didn't really like working there. And I was working as a paralegal, and they were like, "Look, Sean, if you want to join the firm, like, we'll we'll basically help pay for your law school, and you can go to school at night, and then when you know you, you when you're finished, you be, you can become a, a junior associate at the firm." And I was like, "Well, that's you know, at the time I thought, well, that's." Maybe I'll do that. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to join a band and like, quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you were at this point jettisoned acting as a, were you, were you even I have doing it a as while. a career? Were you going to do it as a career? And you got into sort the of, thing? And I still do some acting, as I right. mentioned mm-hmm. before, a, a little bit occasionally, but, uh, and I don't ever want to completely jettison it, but I did. But at like that, that time, I, you would just work yeah, I didn't do any, yeah. any, I stopped acting entirely other than acting on stage, which I, I don't really act on stage. <laughs> but it is you know a role, I mean. when you're a guitarist in a band, it is a role that you have to sort of fulfill. Yeah. Like it is kind of a, a thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But anyway, as far as musical influences and stuff, they're extremely varied for me. Everything from like, you know, classic rock to really, to punk and stuff. Like in the early 80s when I was sort of coming of age, I was really into, I was in like, into like some of the LA punk scene, like bands like X mm, and yes, stuff like that. You know, I was yeah. really into that kind of stuff and so that really influenced me a lot too. But also the Velvet Underground. A lot yeah. of people make a lot of comparisons with Luna 
yeah. to the Velvet yeah. Underground right. and right. Lou Reed. And we even opened for the Velvet Underground on this, uh, their only reunion tour that they ever did, which was in uh, 1993, but it was only in Europe. They were supposed to do oh, that's right. a U.S. tour, but it kind of fell apart because, because Lou Reed and John Cale started mm. sort of you know, yeah. fighting again or whatever, which was which we were really like bummed about because we were like we're gonna do some dates in the states with these guys I too. Know. It would have been cool. That'd anyway. be like a dream lineup, guys yeah. together. No, yeah. but it was fun. How That's were those shows cool. in Europe? Uh, they were they were great, and the band was really good. Um, you know what I mean? They really they kind of they they had it together. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was really fun too. It was yeah. really because they were really big shows. Mm-hmm. So here we were opening for our heroes right. on their reunion tour and these like like big arenas in Europe. Mm-hmm. It was really it was very cool. But I'm sure and and Luna is just as popular. You know, I mean Luna is very 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 like it's a very seminal important band too. So I mean it, you yeah. have your fans there too. You know, indeed exciting. Well, we can't play arenas in Europe though. <laughs> it's very, but it, it's very, it's a very cool thing. I mean, it, it, I mean, have you had, I, I, I know, I guess like you can't really answer it, but have you had like a lot of interest of like people trying to get you back together and get, yeah, you? it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I get people like writing me on, you know, my website or whatever that say that kind of stuff. And I know that it happens with Dean all the time. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah, well, yeah. Dean has too. Get Dean has Galaxy Five Hundred and, and then Luna too. So exactly. Well, and he's been touring around doing that Galaxy Five Hundred stuff sometimes, but mm-hmm. not with the original members. They will never play mm-hmm. together. What do you? Because they that just is? There's, there's because there's just like some very substantial sort of weirdness and acrimony that just won't be overcome. But why is that with bands like? I, I haven't seen that as in as readily in other art forms where people won't reunite, but yeah. in bands like there really is heavy animosity between members. What do you think that, that is? Happens, I, that, I was just going to say it happens so much with so many bands. Is it because in a band you're together so much sometimes? I think you're right about and that. And that at some point it's just yeah. like, I can't do this shit with this person anymore. And then, I mean, it just depends on the band. I mean, but there's always like there's some, some bands go on and, and, um, they kick out this member or that member or whatever yeah. and, and they you know mm-hmm. they sort of regenerate in a way but some of those classic bands like that every one of them breaks up at some point like this asshole if I have to get on you know you always hear about those bands they go on stage and they, they don't speak until they get on stage I know exactly The Who and people yeah, like who. that you know it's just like but yeah. there's still some of them something still draws them together but yeah it, it seems bands more than well, because I guess there is no other art form where you stay together as a crew, as a group like that. It's I think not so. like actors, maybe a few comedy groups, uh, or whatever. But making music of, is intimate, and I think that the intimacy of making, creating music, it does, it lends itself to fighting. I think that's yeah. I totally agree with that. And then been, just being on the road for a long time and yeah. doing that kind, of, all that kind of stuff, and just. You know, every man does it. Even Luna and we, we, we're all still friends. But yeah. there are there are times on the road when we just get into these ridiculous childish fights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because after after a few weeks, you, you just can't help it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard, and I think that's why there there are there are those sort of like we're never going to get back together sort of things sometimes. But again, you know, I think with a lot of bands, every band has its price. Right. You know what I mean? But, right. Mm, you know, like what whatever yeah whatever the price is for. Guns and Roses to actually really reunite. Exactly, like or real, something like real that. Guns and Roses. The real, reunion? yeah. I don't think that would happen. Would it? I don't think so either. I think only because of Axel. I think everybody else would 
it seems reasonable enough. Oh, absolutely. I but think everybody Axel's else is also do it. no, but everybody else yeah. is also sober. In Slash is sober, Duff is sober, Steven tries to be sober. Mm. So Axel is the one like wild card. You know? Really? Yeah. You know, because um, everybody else is trying. Well, at least Slash and Duff are kind of on the same page. Steven's yeah. struggles, but mm-hmm. um, that's never going to happen, though. I don't, want it. I don't think so. The Smiths, the Smiths could never. Never. I know that's never going to happen. No way. Well, he's never going to tour again. He can't even. He can't even do two dates without. Oh, I feel faint. <laughs> I feel ill. <laughs> I know I'm, it's true. Must, though. It's yeah. funny because him and McCartney have both um, canceled a bunch of tour dates. Yeah. Vegetarianism is killing music. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Might be. But Luna doesn't have that same kind of animosity. There is possibility for Luna. It's just when we scheduling because you both both have different. Agendas, different things that you're doing. Maybe that. True, true. But yes, yes, there is no animosity there. No. And like I said, like I just had dinner with all of them last night, and yeah, we talked about things. I mean, and that's all I can say. It sounds. It sounds if the like Afghan wigs can get back together, what's that? If the Afghan wigs can get back together and tour, I know that's totally bizarre. It's fucked up. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Oh. I'm like, that's so weird. Or failure, failure getting back oh, together. Right. And I'm like, they they really oh. have like you know mended some pretty intense things and now they're together again. Yeah. Although Afghan Wigs it's not the entire original lineup. It's like different. Right. Different yeah, I'm sure. people. But I'm, yeah. I'm excited about it. But it is, I mean, it's such a cliche, but it is kind of this sort of cyclical or generational thing too where I think like bands, right now bands from the early 90s are thinking like, well... You know, it's been about 20 years mm-hmm. since, uh, you know, we put out that first record or whatever. And you know what I mean? And it's so, I think there are several bands that are thinking about like, you know, doing a reunion tour mm-hmm. or, you know, the, yeah. you know how bands would like, they'll be like, oh, we're going to do our, our, you know, most highly regarded album. Yeah, go yeah. out and play the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. I mean, I, I was just watching... Um, I'm on this website, like it just recaps all of the videos that were on 120 minutes. And like it, they, they showed Chinatown and I was so excited. Uh, and I'm like, oh, Luna has to that's tour. It's such a goofy video too. It's great. <laughs> I love that video and I love um, Season of the Witch. Oh, right. That's yeah, a great yeah. one too. It's all, they're all great. Yeah. They're all great. And I'm looking forward to watching this movie. Um, tell me. Tell do me. You do you miss, miss me? me? And, um, I want this to be out like on Netflix and stuff, but it's I have the DVD, thank God, um, and I get to watch yeah. it. Well, Let's yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. Like we want it to be on Netflix too because you know it's 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 like out of print, but Rhino slash Warner's put it out on DVD, and they're just mm-hmm. kind of sitting on it. And we've tried to say like, hey, why don't you just put it up on Netflix? Just you know, yeah. just so people can see it because it's only available on DVD. Mm-hmm. It's basically about our our final tour and how yeah. we decide we're going to break up and then we're going to do on a, do a tour. It's, it's pretty entertaining. It's cool. And he, my favorite song, Twenty Three Minutes in Brussels. Oh yeah. Which Nada says is about her. That I I'm sorry, that's not true. I I have no idea because I I never I was never uh, I I I don't I I don't know, but I, I I wasn't in that relationship, so I don't know. But she says it's about her. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure what. Do, who knows? Do you, do you know who it was about? Well, it's partially a reference to uh, this band. Oh God, not suicide. Um, I think it's half Japanese. Mm-hmm. The band half Japanese because they 
Dean was saying that they did some weird show in Brussels. It's a reference. I forget what the reference is. There's, it's some obscure, like, you know, no wave band. Some Jad Fair. Exactly. Some, <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. Something to do with Jad Fair, but not with, well, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this, this, and I'm excited to see the song again. Um, but it, it's like, you know, this kind of thing is, perfect for netflix because it's like we we I, exactly music documentaries are my favorite thing on netflix yeah yeah so, me too oh you know because there's so many cool ones on there mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we need to get it on there but definitely we need to get luna back together for summer festivals next year indeed i think so <laughs> i think so too i think so now are you are you do you go do you know um our new york friends guitarist friends um nels klein and the sibomato girls and uh, i admit those guys? See Mano girls before, before, but I strangely enough, I've never met Nels Klein, and it's weird because it's weird because maybe you're the same person. Yeah, I know, and stylistic, stylistically, the there are play. some similarities. It's, the, it's true. The, like your own, like you have your own like scale, like guitar scale. Like when I listen to you and I listen to Nels, it's like they're creating their own notes and stuff. Like, mm. like and you're about the same height, really. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So you could be the brunette <laughs> Nels, or he could be the blonde John. Oh, what yeah. do you think? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But he's he's, he's, he's a really a great old, guitar player. He's quite really a lot like older than you, stuff. though. I think. What? He's quite a lot older than you. I think so, but I don't really know. Like, yeah, he's almost sixty, isn't he? Really? Do you know? Yeah, he's in in his early sixties or yeah. almost sixty. Oh. Yeah, I'm acting like it's a secret. Like I'm not allowed to say. I think oh, he's no, like no. I think he's like late. He's like fifty-seven. Like when we saw them last year. He was like 57 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know why I thought that you guys would hang out. That you'd be it's friends. not an unreasonable assumption necessarily. And I know, like, has he always lived in New York? Um, no, he Is... was an L.A. guy. He yeah. just moved there, I think, after he got married. Yeah. Um, oh. So um, the other New York guitarist I know very well, uh, Knox Chandler. Yes, I know who that is, too. In fact... Yeah, I was talking with like his ex-girlfriend or something like about a month ago and mm-hmm. she was talking. Anyway, but I, yeah. yeah. I, another guy that I don't know, but I know yeah. of him. And but his, when I hear him know. play, I'm reminded of your playing too. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, this is like a, this is actually a, a, its own genre of like, yeah. it's like a, a, a sort of a virtuoso like musician, but in a, in a genre, like a rock and roll. Like it's like you're taking like your proficiency and musicianship, yeah. and you know into a an arena which does not necessarily support that or require it. It's like classical exactly. musician into something yeah. that's more simpler and stru- structured. Hmm. So it's that was well said. Maybe you guys are in a club, little club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is such a music show. Our podcast is a series. It's like it's. It's like real. It's like Rolling Stone seventies music journalism. Almost. Yeah, like, it gets very like I told specific. You, you should be Cameron Cameron uh, Cho. Cameron Cho, it's very Cameron Cho. Nice. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> but I want to hear about your solo work. Now you're going to put out a solo record. I am at least an EP. The the plan is for the EP to be done by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm that's why I'm here. Basically, is like I'm kind of a woodshedding or whatever even though i don't really necessarily like that phrase on my own here like i'm kind of house sitting Mm -hmm. and just uh hanging out and 
I've got my little my little studio set up in the house. It's a very wow. nice house. So, so what's your setup? What's your studio setup? So you're gonna like you're recording here while we're chatting. Doing like, some of the recording here. I'm also gonna do some of it at a studio, and I already have done some of it at yeah. a studio. But so, yeah. are you playing all the instruments then? No. Oh no. There'll be other people playing on the record, mm-hmm. there, and there are a few. There's there's a uh, my friend Ray Ketchum plays will play drums on a couple of songs um, and record some of the stuff. He plays in another band that I play in called Elk City that's just mm-hmm. sort of a female-fronted uh, indie pop band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the myriad bands that I play in. But anyway, so that's what I'm doing. I'm like, you know, exercising the creative demons that's while cool. I'm out in L.A. Well, we should, you and I should go, we should go um, visit John Bryan um, oh, sure. his shows at Largo. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'll be here, so we should do some music, LA music thing. But uh, we should definitely go to John Bryan's show. Yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've, I've always heard about that Largo stuff, and I've never been to one of yeah. those shows. Yeah, so we should it's, go. It's another, yeah. We should go. They're always really fun. I know. But John's shows are, are, are special because they always like all these people in town kind of play, like John Paul Jones or, you know, yeah. um, Beck or exactly. You know, like I know. Just, just different people that he's working with. Oh. So be good. So now your your solo record. What do you think the genre is? What do you think is? <laughs> what is it? What do you feel like? I would say like the songs that I'm working on right now that they're most happy with. They're 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 somewhat Luna esque. I mean, of course, it's going to be kind of dreamy, quasi psychedelic, mm-hmm. late night indie pop or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, but some of it I think is going to be a little bit more kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And weird and edgy. That's good. I wouldn't necessarily say avant-garde or something like that. Are you going to sing? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm yep. singing. Yeah, I mean, I on the last Luna record, which was called Rendezvous, I actually sang two of the songs mm-hmm. on the record. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so yes, I'll be singing and stuff. That's and, uh, great. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, right now though, you know, you know how you go through phases when you're trying to create stuff, and right now I'm in this phase where, where like I like what I'm creating, but I'm like. This is cool, but is it going to be too much of a bummer for other people? Because you know what I mean? Because sometimes you get into this groove where you're like doing stuff that's kind of dark and moody, and other times it's not. And you right, know, right. Yeah. I, I like listening to dark and moody stuff I do sometimes. Too. Though, so. I do too. Yeah. I mean, my, my thing is like, I, I mean, for me musically, I'm kind of like uh, always challenged because I, you know, people think that I. am a comedian and that I should do comedy music, which I want to. Yeah. But um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like sometimes I don't want to do that, and you know, so I wanted to sort of be everything. But it's been hard to figure out where my place is musically because I have so much other baggage coming at me from my other work. Yeah. So, and, which is great too. But I think my solution now, what I need to do is um, have a band that's a separate name, that's a separate entity unto itself. Oh, really? And then so that that's my idea. Like I'm trying to gear up for like. When Luna plays next year at all the music festivals, I would like to play some smaller stages. <laughs> right, exactly. And, you know, then I could do comedy on the big stage and then do my band on the smaller stages. Kind of like, you know, Donald Glover, Charles Gambino does. That's my oh, right. idea. Like, oh, I can do these different things, but it would be very separate, I feel. Yeah. So I do a little yeah. bit of music in my comedy shows, but not, not, not a great degree. Maybe two or three songs if at the most. Yeah, yeah. So, but it is hard to find your voice in that exactly. You're already established Especially, as an entertainer. Yeah, yeah. I, I can ma- imagine that would be a little difficult for you too. Yeah. Because, you know, I haven't heard that much of the music that you've done, but like you sent me that Fat Pussy song mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well, this is really great, but it's definitely, you know, got some, 
humor in it, yeah, needless yeah. to say. But yeah. it sounds really cool, and your yeah. singing sounds Thank really you. good. Thank you. But it feels it feels good to be able to hit that balance, you know. And I, I love Weird Al Yankovic, but I don't see oh. myself doing parodies as um, effectively as he does. But the, the thing about him is that he's such a good musician. You know, he really is really solid yeah. and good. So, it's true. You know, it's it's like you've got to be as good as the people you're parodying. But I'm, I'm not that. I'm kind of in the middle. But I, I, I want to create a band that's like, maybe we should start a band. Yeah. We should talk about it. We should just figure out like, okay, we're a band and then we'll do this from here, you know, figure exactly. that out. Is that how bands start? Like people go, we're a band. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it just starts as like, you know, just some like weird concept, mm-hmm. needless to say. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you join Luna? Um, well, that, you know, what's really weird is that I had my own band at the time and I'd been to see Luna play like four or five shows before their first record came out without me. I joined the band before the first record came out, but I didn't Mm. play on the very first record. And my drummer in my band told me like, Hey, I saw this weird uh, ad in the band. You remember that band we saw Luna? Like they're looking for a guitar. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. But then later that night I thought like, Hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, so I, I went and got a copy of the village voice and I called the number on it. And Justin answered the phone. He's like, hello. I'm like, hey, um, my, my name's Sean, and uh, you know what I mean? And that's basically how it happened. Yeah. Because that's the way people would do it back in the day. Right. Um, is they would, people, even bands that you knew of would put little ads in the Village oh, yeah. Voice sometimes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah like I remember Dinosaur Jr. did it once, and mm. there were, sometimes these bands would pop up, and you'd be like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try an audition for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's cool. So did yeah. you audition? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. And then they were just like, you're in. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it was very, uh, yes, that's, that's how it happened. And it was very exciting at the time. But with me, well, my experience with Luna, Luna was not just a band. Luna was actually an entire like society of people in New York. That was like Lower East Side. It was like all these people that yeah. lived on like Avenue A. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, no, it's so true. I, I do huge, miss those days. Yeah, you know it was a huge I mean? social movement. Like yeah. it was like all these like really like pretty girls who I think were on heroin you remember the girls? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, we would be like up at like Angel's Chair. And then like girl, these girls would come in at like one or two in the morning. And then everybody was like, oh, these are the girls that do heroin. Like, and you could smell them actually before they came. (laughs) Because they, they, the heroin, sometimes when people do opiates, which I know firsthand, but the the, the body emanates a weird odor that's not unpleasant, but it's just distinctive. Yeah, I, yeah. So totally. But I remember them. Yeah. And I remember that too because it was so, you know, uh, prevalent back then. I mean, obviously, we were, you know, we were younger and stuff, so we were part of some sort of like quasi zeitgeist or whatever. But mm-hmm. though, yeah, like you know what I mean. I, that was really prevalent back then, especially in the East Village, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, it had connection yeah. with like fashion. Yeah, it had connection with like drugs. There was like movie people. It was like, um, I feel like. Donald Logue was around. Like, there's actors. There was, like, um, just all, like, cinematographers. Oh, because of... Leland? What? What's his name? Leland? What was Nate's boyfriend? Oh, yeah, yeah. Leland. Yeah. yeah. Like, that kind of, like, there was, like, DPs around. So, yeah. it was, like, all these different art people yeah. hanging out. It was cool. It was really cool. We had a lot of late nights at Yaffa. Ah, uh, yes. Eating the hummus at Yaffa. Ah, uh, yes, Yaffa. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I mean, it's weird. Like, I'm a total holdout. Like, you know, you think of the East Village now, and you think of like, oh, there's there's so many bars and restaurants, and it's it's kind of fratty on the weekends. You mm. know what I mean, and all that kind of stuff. And it's totally true. But I still live in the East Village, yeah. and I'm like one of the only people, you know, of the original mm-hmm. extended you know, sort of social clan right. that used to all live there. And I'm still like, yeah, I'm, I'm still in the East Village. Are you, you still know? at that one? Um, is it is it on 2nd Avenue? Oh, no, no. I don't live in that place. Mm-hmm. But I do live, uh, I live on 12th Street between 1st and 2nd Avenue. So I live really okay. close to there. Yeah, it's still. right there. Yeah. You've been in a place for a long time. I've been, the place that I'm in now, yeah, I've been there like 10 years. Because mm-hmm. out there, one thing I know is the, the rent is too damn high. Oh, Jimmy he, McMillan. <laughs> yeah, you remember yeah, exactly. him? I love remember that guy. Jimmy what? He's nuts. We did a bunch of episodes with him, and like, um, we still have to uh, put them together. Yeah, we've talked, we've we've we interviewed him a lot. But we he was really? so easy. To, we would just run into him in New York last summer, and he would just be there because well, he's got his car. Yeah, uh, yeah. which is it got him everywhere on it. There's an image of him all yeah. over. And we I've never to seen it, but we I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah. no, you yeah. Walk, you stroll around. Is it by Tompkins Square Park? Yeah, he's he kind of on like St. Mark's. He's like kind of always like St. Yeah. Mark's Place or, you know, like kind of around the park. Really? You know, he, Very he interesting. It's so weird there. that I've we, never yeah, seen him. But we've talked to him so much that we, it's like monumental to go in and listen to the, the, the conversation and edit it down to something that we can use. But it will yeah. come out someday. Yeah. So that'll be cool. That's that, that area is like encapsulated by him, his voice and his, his journey yeah. there. But so I'm glad that you're still there. Are you planning to maybe le- come here? Yeah, like, come maybe. You come here once a year now, so. Yeah, it's true. I, I may end up moving here. You might I don't like know. it. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to have to get out of the East Village. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my girlfriend was joking with me a couple of, couple of weeks ago, because right next to my building <laughs> is this like uh, old folks home sort of like community center. Uh-huh. It's this big building that's been there forever. And she's like, well, Sean, like, if you stay in this apartment long enough, you can just move next door when you get really old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's not funny. <laughs> you know? It's kind of like in, um, in India, the, uh, the old folks' home is right by the funeral pyre. It's like right where the, it's like really close. Yeah. Like the old folks' home is like the assisted living is right next to the, you know, the Ganges where they, you know, burn the bodies. So it's like, so the commute is really not far to go. Yeah. You know, last yeah. stop. Stop. You got a lot of year. You got a lot of years left in you. You're young. Hell buck. yes. You're young buck. As do we all. We do. And um, I want to like. So I don't know. When do you think your album's going to come out? Because we want to put this out. Like when your your album's going. I come know out. it's hard to say. Like I like. I, I'm hesitant to say it, but I would like to say by the end of this year, like in December. You know what I mean? Okay. But it kind of. It partially depends on uh, some other factors and whether I'm going to sort of self-release on my own label or one of my friend's labels, or I'm mm-hmm. going to do it through somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole part that I haven't really established yet, okay. but it will be out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So For what sure. we'll do is we'll hold this interview and then put it out when you're um, you putting your record out. Cool. So that would be good. Would you tour also on your own or mm, with a band? Maybe. With your with a band that you've created, or maybe because there's a couple other bands that I have. I, 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 that's it's yeah, it's difficult to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but I well, will be well, doing some shows of some kind. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, and I know I'm being totally vague, but there definitely will be shows happening and whatnot next year. Yeah, of, of various kinds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's always shows. There's always, oh. you know, 
you're doing so many things, so there's always going to be a need for that. It's true. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm so excited Sean Eden came to join us today. <laughs> I know. Well, thanks so much for having me, too. It's the best. Like, you have not changed at all. Really? Come <laughs> Which on. Which is awesome. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> well, you haven't either, as far as I can tell. Not really. Nor have you. <laughs> I actually have changed. <laughs> exactly. But... Um, <laughs> It's it's imperceptible to you, and you brought notes. What is your notes? What are yeah. your notes? I think you got to most of the it notes. It doesn't. I, it was just like you get no. The, there's we've really covered it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, then there's more to cover. I think we need to write songs about um, '90s New York. We have to write like some kind of like a '90s song about Angel's Chair and drugs and. I- something i remember doing cocaine I, I very very rarely did cocaine i did did it like two times um wow. and one of them was rare. with you and what? i feel like it was remember when i was staying at the paramount hotel and this may have been around the gq awards time and it was like or it was like a caroline's weekend because i would do caroline's and you guys would come yeah yeah i remember that yeah and then because we, jo- yeah. todd barry opened for you i think right 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 and um, and we, it, I think Jim ja- Jim Gaffigan was on that bill too, yes, or he was. something. Yeah, he yeah. was. He opened too. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was with Sweetie. But I remember doing cocaine, and it was so uh, weird. And then the sun came up, and then I had to go back to L.A., and it was like really terrifying. And yeah. it's like you know when it's so awful when you've done like drugs all night, and then the sun's coming up, and you just feel horrible. And then yeah, I know I, I had my eyes shut in the car to the airport in the taxi, and then I opened them twice, and. Both times I was in the middle of a cemetery because the the driver had taken a shortcut through the cemeteries. And I was like, this is what what Coke is. Oh. Cemetery in the morning, (laughs) which made me not want to do it ever again. Yeah. I know. I can can relate to that. It's a bad feeling. It is a really bad feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's why drugs are not. They're not good. It's true. Because then you have that bad feeling and you're like... I need to take some drugs to make the bad feeling go right. away. Right, and then it <laughs> never know? ends. Yeah, it doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't go away. So, oh. but we're past it now. We've grown up past that, and now we're here. Yeah, and we don't have to deal, deal with that, which is best. I, I would agree with that. But I want to hear your record, and I want people to know where can they find you on social media, like on like. I listen. On- I've been totally delinquent as of the last couple of months. I haven't even. I haven't even tweeted. In like a couple of months or whatever, but I'm so, I really have to. I'm one of those people that has to sort of like step up my game on social media. But I do have a website, SeanEden.com. Mm-hmm. But of course, that hasn't been updated in a couple of months. And uh, you know, it's like I was talking with Dina Bird about this last night. You know, formerly of Luna, uh, um, and because they were talking about the the effort that they put into that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like their own websites, Twitter, Instagram, and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm not even on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work to do that stuff. Because yes. if you don't have like a personal assistant or something helping you, you have to spend a lot of time mm-hmm. yeah. doing that stuff. And so so I need to get on it. But, so, but I'm on the Twitter. and the, Twitter, uh, But people can find the, out about like where your dates, like where you're touring and stuff on your website. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be updating that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's so many different bands and stuff people need to Yeah, yeah. And people can see. contact me on my website and I put them on a little mailing list and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I contacted yeah. you through your website. You did. Indeed you did. Were you surprised when I contacted you? I, at first I was like, is this really Margaret? Well, <laughs> but you know it's got to be me <laughs> because it's me. Yeah, it's true. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, it's me. <laughs> exactly. 
Because it would be too weird if it were it were some imposter. It would be weird if it was somebody you. that would be just because then too they would strange. have like what would they were like watching my life and they yeah. knew that we were friends. Like how would yeah. they know that yeah, we were friends? That's a pretty like good stab in the dark of like I'm gonna I'm gonna email Sean, but I'm gonna email him as Margaret Cho because I bet they know each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's somebody who's really like either they know yeah. some shit or they're really going for it. Yeah. yeah. But there is a lot of impostery and fakery. And of course. Even like when yeah. we, were, we were on tour last year, remember those, that girl pretended to, she, she bullshitted the, the club and said, uh, I'm Margaret's cousin from somewhere. And yeah. they're like, oh, maybe. Yeah. She's really? She comes she's in, Asian. And then she comes in and, um, and then she's laughing about how like, I completely lied to those people. I wanted to kick her out. Yeah. But you were, you were nice enough. Well, I mean, it, wow. you know, it's like there's always sort of, you, you use all sorts of tactics to get backstage. People have like all sorts of tactics. I but, get it. You know. Yeah. But it's very, <laughs> it's very, it's, it's, a, it's a family member is kind of weird. And people never deny an Asian person, really. <laughs> but Asian women in general have an easy time going backstage, I think. Don't you think? <laughs> that would make sense. Asian no. women, usually, we're sort of like the natural pairing to like a rock star. Is an Asian woman usually? <laughs> it's like traditional. Interesting. So we 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 never suffer that. We can always get backstage. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. that's good. But I I'm glad that you came here. Thank you. Likewise. Thank Very you glad. for talking to us. Um. So you can. Thanks for having me. You're at Sean Eden on that's Twitter. That's right. That's right. And at Sean Eden. SeanEden.com. SeanEden.com. And maybe I'll get on the Instagram. We'll see. I know. Are you on Instagram? Yeah, but I barely update it. It's oh. basically the, all the shit you did on Twitter, you're doing the same. It's like you're doing the same thing on about five different things. And, exactly. and you go, well, yeah. well what, am I just dividing everybody up? Like, look here and look there. Like, I'm going to split it up. So I, I don't know if the, the point of it sometimes, but. Yeah. I don't know. But we, we can find out about you from going to SeanEden.com. SeanEden.com. Yes. Um, and you can find me at Margaret Cho. Where can they find you? At Jimmy Shelter. You can find both of us at Monsters at of Jimmy Talk. At Jimmy Shelter. Yeah. That's Spelled a good like one. Gimme, but with a J. J. Um, yeah, you yeah. Can, you, can fi- you can tweet us you at, Mar- at Monsters of Talk. People never tweet us there, but they should. And they can find us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Monsters of Talk for funny videos and cool behind-the-scenes bits and pieces. Wow, and see, I haven't see? been to the YouTube page. I've been to y'all's SoundCloud page. Yeah. Go to but our I haven't YouTube, been to the YouTube page. page. There's yeah. a lot of animation. But where can we oh, cool. see um, the, the High stuff. Road is on YouTube now, too, right? Um, I believe it is, yeah. 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 So we'll be able to see that after you shoot it. Yes. So I'm excited Indeed. to see your acting. <laughs> that yeah, is great. Good. No, yeah. I always when you said y'all, I re- I just realized I forgot you're from Texas. Jim's from Texas too. You are well, but in a roundabout way. I, I lived in my Australia, moved to Texas. Yeah, I I was born in Canada and okay. then I moved to Texas. Whereabouts? Texas? Yeah, uh, or in Canada first. Well, yeah. just born in London, <laughs> Ontario, Canada. But anyway, London, Ontario. So yeah. That's nice there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I grew up uh, in Houston. Okay. Um, and then, and and a little bit of Austin, like like my parents mm. live outside of Austin now. That's beautiful. It's yeah. gorgeous out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What great. about you? Down near Corpus Christi. Oh yeah. And then moved up to Dallas, and that's where I started doing stand up. Wow. And then got out. Life for a long time. Came to San Francisco. Oh really? You have to. If you don't go to Austin, you have to go to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, totally. But um, I. I, I spent a lot of time in Austin. I made a record in Austin with uh, Church House Studios, which is very nice, with uh, David Garza, huh. who is um, my band sometimes. 
Oh, right on. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So I was going to say that's ringing a faint bell, but I'm like, I'm not sure if it really is. Church House, um, who records there? Like Robert Plant records there and like Patty Griffin, like uh, a lot of those like Austin people. Yeah, I'm hoping Definitely. to meet uh, Robert soon because some friends of mine in Austin are friends with him. They've Ooh. become friends with him over the last couple of years. I'm like, when do I get to come over for dinner when Robert's there? So cool. <laughs> so cool. You got to go down to Austin for that. That exactly. sounds pretty cool. That's cool that he yeah. lives in Austin. That's well, so, it's like, her, it, you, the, her, the, his, his girlfriend is Patty Griffin, right. who I write with sometimes and sing with sometimes. She's great. Yeah. So that's, um, that's a cool couple. But you, yeah. need to, you need to meet him. I've never met him. Oh. I don't think I've... Uh, oh, 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 from Led Zeppelin only... John Paul Jones, that's it. That's the only person I know. Yeah. From Led Zeppelin. Not Sounds even Jimmy, cool. Jimmy Page, though. You'd J- want to meet Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page would of be course. good to meet. He would be good to meet. I don't, oh, know, yeah. where, I don't know where you meet him at. I don't know where you meet I Jimmy Page. I don't know. I could tell He's him. around, you know. He's, He's around. He's got to be around somewhere, right? He's somewhere. Oh. Somewhere. Just like... Well, he's, he's out picking up um, ponytail holders and frock coats <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> he now, he now, yeah, he definitely needs that. He needs a long coat. He's always got that long. Frock, he does long coat. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, do you see that? It, it might get loud. The, the yeah. guitar movie. It's a long yeah, yeah. Right. Coat. But he's wearing the long frock coat in that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, he likes know. the length. Yeah. Um, so uh, we. Uh, uh, we we we're excited to hear your new record, and we're excited that you were on the show. And I fucked up the end. What else do we do on the end part? I think I said all I think, of our ideas. I think we said it all. We just uh, we just we, then we segued. We the, just kept the talking. Conversation is so great. Yeah. That we ended, and then we kept going. We kept going because <laughs> but, it's so cool. But now it's actually over. Okay. So thank you so much, Sean. Thank you. And uh, we love our listeners, and we'll talk to you next time.